1: Welcome yeah. to the A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is our tight reporter, Sam Phelan, at A to Z Sports.com. I uh, got to make sure you like the show and also share it as well. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show uh, on our Twitter X timeline. You can follow us there at A to Z Sports and also hit us up on every other social media platform, including. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, and threads uh, on uh, for more Titans conversations and content. I'm actually going to go live on TikTok, Sam, for the first quarter, at least the first quarter hey of the Titans Colts game. Yeah, going live on TikTok, you know, doing that little experiment, see how that plays out for everybody. Uh, but got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com, the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, That's better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com. The Aura app, keeping us safe online. You can get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid states in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro for all your equipment needs, com. So, Sam, we'll talk a lot about the Colts matchup with Anthony Richardson. The first time Titans players and fans will get to see him up close and personal, and his effect uh, with his legs and how he can beat teams and make teams pay in the NFL. The Colts are two and two, got to win. Uh, without Richardson, as Gardner Minshew was able to beat the Ravens, who the Titans play next week in London. Uh, and we'll talk about Jonathan Taylor, who is making his season debut after all of the late summer drama with his contract negotiation, uh, owner Jim Ursay, his injury situation, and being on the PUP list for the first month of the year. Uh, but uh, another guy who has been injured over the last you know month and a half or so at this point is Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks had a big training camp, goes up to Minnesota for joint practices in the middle of August, has a big catch on a deep ball from Ryan Tannehill, sprains his LCL on his left knee uh, after that catch, misses a couple weeks of practice, comes back, plays against the Saints, didn't do much, plays against the Chargers, has a big 70-yard catch, uh, but then plays against the Browns, didn't do much either, and he missed last week's game against the Bengals, and he has not practiced so far this week. And Sam, somebody asked, uh, in the chat on the YouTube waiting room before we went live. Rooney says, what happened to Burks? Anyone know? Well, uh, Buck Rising was able to put together a report yesterday at A to give us a little bit more insight on what Sherilyn Burks is dealing with because he has not practiced since the Wednesday leading up to the Bengals game. And here's Buck's excerpt on A com: The former first-round pick went down in the team's week of work leading up to Cincinnati. Burks did not practice on Wednesday and Thursday of this week as well. Tennessee is hoping that a short-term rest will allow Burks sufficient time to recover without an injury reserve stint. So that's an excerpt there that Buck had. You can go read the full article at a i am going to go grab that link and drop it in the chat for everybody. Uh, but Sam, what's your reaction to the Traylon Burks update that Buck published yesterday?
0: Yeah, so this has kind of been the feel around uh, the building at St. Thomas Sports Park. The you know, the feeling around uh, me and some of my fellow media members, uh, and of course, yeah, Buck comes out with a great report here to kind of put some some decent context to it. Uh, it he's been listed with a knee. Uh, Mike Vrabel has said it is unrelated to the LCL sprain. It is a separate issue that Traylon Burks is currently dealing with. And this was sustained and suffered during the week last week. It was on Wednesday of last week that Traylon Burks was out there while uh, us media members were out there watching the beginning of practice. He did not finish practice and was listed as limited that day. We did not see him Thursday. We did not see him Friday. He was ruled out for the game and we are yet to see him this week. So uh, Mike Vrabel said he would miss about a week or so. Uh, I've kind of had the feeling that this was going to be a multi-week thing. And as Buck says, it's an interesting spot for the Titans. You don't want to throw Traylon Burks on injured reserve right away uh, because you do have that bye week after the third game that he would miss uh, Mm -hmm. after you play Baltimore in London. Uh, And so then you have that extra week potentially to get him back against Atlanta if you think that's the realistic timeline for him. Uh, and so I think the Titans right now, uh, as as Buck said there, they're kind of playing it by ear, hoping that rest is uh, enough for Traylon Burks to be back either for Baltimore or for uh, the Atlanta game right after the bye. And they're not forced to throw him onto IR. Both, Austin, because you don't want Traylon on IR and, and forced to miss that Falcons game, but you also don't want to use one of your IR activations that you and I talked about on the show the other day yeah. on a guy who you could potentially avoid putting there at all yeah especially
1: ideally you don't have to wait that long but he's not playing against the Colts like I think that's yeah. fairly clear right now he's going it?
0: to be ruled out today by Mike Vrabel uh, around noon when I go talk to him at St. Thomas Sports Park and we say hey Mike who's out he's gonna say Burks and uh you know wait wait on that tweet coming because that's coming. yeah
1: it's definitely gonna happen uh Berks is out uh so he's not yet out, but not going to play against Indianapolis. Will he travel to London? I think that's kind of the next thing. And, you know, the Titans, you know, you mentioned and Buck said in the report of hoping to avoid the IR stint because that's four games. The yeah. Titans have uh, not four, four weeks, four games, have four games in five weeks, right? So you can get the four weeks, if including the bye week, but if you put them on IR, uh, then it is a, another week in another game with their Falcons game. Like you mentioned, Jeff asked, what's the new injury? Here's the thing is that it, it is a knee injury. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you know this same, or, or same or, leg, same knee. So it's same the leg. same knee, the left knee for Traylon Burks, um, uh, that is not related to the LCL. It's, and I'll go ahead and show, uh, Bucks, um, you know, report up here again from a to yesterday went down in the, in practice leading up to Cincinnati on that Wednesday, did not practice the rest of that week has not practiced at all this week. Tennessee is hoping that short-term rest will all Burke sufficient t- time to recover without an injury reserve stint. Now Jeff's asking, what's the injury just saying a knee injury doesn't really give us enough, but you know, that's where speculation begins. Is that okay? Is it another sprain? Cause he sprained his LCL. Is it something else or like that bone bruises are things that this fan base has learned and seen with AJ Brown and his knee over the last uh, several years. Kenny Pickett has a bone bone bruise in his knee. We know that just needs some time to rest. Um, you know, we don't know outside of left knee, same knee, but it's not the LCL That's kind of what we know. So it could be, you know, any of those other ligaments like, you know, meniscus, uh, ACL, PCL, MCL, you know, pick your choice of what that could be or bone bruise, which kind of involves the meniscus. Uh, So we don't know that. Uh, We just know that he hasn't practiced and I don't think the plan is for him to practice. um, Really, I don't even know if it's next week leading up to London.
0: Yeah, I think that's, like, you said it, right? That's the question, is, you know, he's not going to be out there today. He's not going to, you know, make the trip to Indy. He's not going to play against the Colts. Next week, Wednesday, when we take, uh, you know, head out there to watch practice, do we see number 16 on the field? That's the the big question right now. Um, and Titans fans, I think, crossing their fingers that they can get him back sooner rather than later. But, Austin, you also don't want to rush him back. Like, you don't want to potentially – uh, lose Traylon Burks for a longer period of time in the sense that like, it, if Traylon Burks is playing at 70%, is that somebody who you want back or, or to rush back if, if another week could potentially uh, have him back at full strength?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, because the goal is to get Traylon Burks back full strength, and that kind of leads us into our first question, Sam, which I think is going to be interesting. I, I think neither of us tipped how we felt about Our answers in our pre show conversation meeting. How important is Traylon Burks to the Titans' season long offensive success? And we're going to do this on a one through 10 scale. How important is Traylon Burks to the Titans' season long offensive success? Uh, This is going to be fascinating, in my opinion, on what we're going to dive into. Uh, with the answers to this question. But first, I'm going to tell everybody about Krebs Kubota, who is the answer to your equipment success and your project success around your house. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three amazing locations in Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. KrebsKubota.com is their website. So go check that out for all of your equipment needs. But they are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment in the industry with the Krebs brand, the best warranties, in the industry with Krebs uh, as well. Also, Krebs Kubota does customer service like nobody else in Middle Tennessee when it comes to equipment you're looking for. So make sure whenever you have that project around the house, no matter how big, no matter how small, Krebs Kubota can help you take care of it all. Here I am, Dr. Seuss again, but find them online at KrebsKubota.com.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Full disclosure, guys. Uh I I uh I went on BetMGM in honor of Dick Buttkiss and rode the Bears yesterday on Bears oh, Moneyline. Nice. It, it, it was a nice morale game. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. Join me in feeling good. Get in on the action this weekend, whether that's college football, NFL, Major League Baseball, playoffs, but do it with the bonus code, ATOZ Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports and up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. Even if your first bet loses, you get a second chance to win big. That's the king of sportsbooks and the power of BetMGM.
1: All right, so the question here is, how important is Traylon Burks to the Titans' season long offensive success on a one through 10 scale? So, uh, we just went through it again. Uh, Buck Rising reports uh, yesterday on A to a new knee injury for Traylon Burks. Um, and then you've got uh, that the Titans are trying to avoid the IR stent and rest him. So, how important on a one through 10 is Traylon Burks to the Titans' season long offensive success? Sam, I'll send you to the chat.
0: Billy Jones at a six. Eddie is at an eight major keys says right now, a six Andrew says four. Anthony says five, a two from hello ladies, six from pistol Ramsey, three from Nathaniel Ellison, six from Scott, six from David, three from Jeremy, about a six from run left, three from Jeremy, 7.5 says Matt, Uh, three says Jeff, eight says that boy, KB six says Derek, six uh, says run left. Now kind of, I wasn't he just at a three. I don't know what we got going on over there. Yeah. Orlando says eight. Linwood says eight, seven from Ian, uh, seven from Jacob, a nine from top tier eight with parentheses season long from Titan Fox. And yeah, this is the season long Titan success. How important is Traylon Burke? So Titan Fox had an eight, six from Colby, two from Rooney, 7.7 from Lane. A 7.5 from Brad, seven from Joe, six from Pistol Ramsey. We've got a seven from Caleb. Uh, so, some pretty decent scores, a five from Jaron. Uh, all over the place, I feel like five, six, seven, the most common answers here. Austin, where do you sit on well, this one?
1: First, let's, uh, I want to ask you so we can kind of have this conversation between the two of us. On a one through 10, where is Derrick Henry in your mind?
0: Nine.
1: That's what I was going to say. On one through ten, where's Ryan Tannehill? Ten. That's what I was going to say too. Where's DeAndre Hopkins?
0: Eight. <laughs> I mean, like it, probably somewhere between eight and nine. I think. Yeah, eight point five is what I yeah, was thinking. Eight point
1: five. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I so
0: I mean, if you're going based on most important players to the offense, uh, Tannehill's number one. We know yep. that, like the quarterback position, how important that is derrick henry even with tajay spears on this team dare having both of them is so much more dangerous than having just one of them and derrick henry is still your guy uh so i think he's next up and they yeah, had d hops probably that third at 8.5 ish
1: just because roy asked what about nwi <laughs>
0: Are we going down the... Yeah, sure,
1: (laughs) because I want to figure out where Traylon Burks truly is and how he compares to his team. Oh, gosh, so the
0: question's now, what is NWI's importance level? Well, Uh, just
1: to to gauge it, like, it's easy. Like, I don't think Traylon Burks is going to rank higher than Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, and DeAndre Hopkins. So NWI is obviously a step down, so it's just, where where do you think NWI is at?
0: 4.5.
1: Which I think is fairly high.
0: I think he's been fairly good.
1: He has been fairly good. um, But, you know.
0: So, I mean, I'll give you my answer here. Okay. I am going to go with a 6.5. I was back and forth between 6 and 7. So, I'm going to settle on a 6.5. My answer would have been a lot higher before watching Chris Moore and Nick Westbrook-Akine the last few weeks. And the way that those two have stepped up, Chris Moore making plays downfield, NWI seemingly being there when you need him every single time you've got a big third down or a big pickup to to go get. Uh, The way that those two have stepped up have made Traylon Burks slightly less crucial and essential. But for those of you that are down here at three and four, When Traylon Burks is at 100%, he still changes games. And this offense still looks completely different when Traylon Burks is out there. Chris Moore has been great. NWI has been great. You don't have that size, speed, athletic combo on your offense anywhere else but in Traylon Burks. And so for downfield passing, for commanding attention from opposing defenses that allows guys like Deandre Hopkins and Kyle Phillips and NWI to get open on these intermediate routes. Traylon Burks is still very, very important. So I think we've seen a blueprint last week in how the Titans offense can succeed and thrive without Traylon Burks. So for that reason, I can't be up in like the, the nine, 10 range, but there's no doubt he makes them better. Yes. And that they would rather have him than not. And that he is still very valuable. So I'm at a 6.5 is kind of where I'm settling. And like I said, before last week, I'm probably closer to an eight.
1: I think go if I asked you this question going into training camp, where would you have been?
0: Nine or 10. I like I I like go coming into training camp. I thought Traylon Burks and we talked about it a lot. Like I thought his impact could have been larger than DeAndre Hopkins. So my I mean the numbers gone down throughout the season, but even going into last week, I'm probably seven point five eight still. But when you see a blueprint and you actually watch the offense score twenty seven points and look really really sharp without him it does knock down that number a little bit of like, okay, it's possible to do this thing without 16 on the field.
1: Uh, so Jesse says his average separation is lower than both NWI and Chris Moore. Uh, I don't know if Jesse's pulling those numbers from somewhere. Like probably this, season, next
0: gen stats, probably this season,
1: this season, I could see that being the case. Like, because Traylon Burks has had, you know, a knee injury <clears throat> ever since the regular season began because he got hurt in Minnesota. But I, you know, I know last year, When Traylon Burks was healthy, Traylon Burks was ranking fairly high in separation created uh, by NFL receivers, but the problem was he had a a turf toe injury that cost him a chunk of games and then a concussion that was just, should have been way more than just a 15-yard penalty that was assessed on the kickoff that was so ridiculously bad by Marcus Epps. I'm never ever going to forget Marcus Epps' name. One, because his last name is Epps, and his first name starts with an M. But also because he should have gotten punished more by the hit that he had on Traylon Burks. So I'm gonna I think my answer, because we're going season long, because I think we both and everybody in the chat can agree the Titans know how to win games without Traylon Burks on the field. You know, that that recipe, that you know list of ingredients involves Derek Henry to go for hundred yards, Ryan Tannehill to be pretty clean when it comes to taking care of the football D hop and uh, to, to have a good productive game and NWI and Chris Moore and Chig to all make plays to make up for that. Like that's the recipe there. I think for season long success, I still believe Traylon Burks is what unlocks this offense to the next level. And I got in a lot of trouble last year for using the word unlock when it come, came to Austin Hooper. And Zach never let me forget it. But Austin Hooper became unlocked, and the Titans were more productive once he got involved routinely. But Traylon Burks, for me, Sam, I'm at a seven. I still believe DeAndre Hopkins to this point is more crucial. To the Titans' offensive success because of his veteran ability, he's proven to be.
0: He's proven yes. to be like he gets targeted way more, and he's more available, and yeah, way more important right now.
1: Yeah, so you know, I see Chris Frazier's laughing at me, but I, I think Traylon Burks is the next gear that this offense hasn't been able to shift into, and we saw it right. Like they were sitting there down, I think eleven nothing with eight total yards of offense and Traylon Burks catches a 70-yard bomb from Ryan Tannehill, first and goal at the five, touchdown, you're right back in this thing. And so that's where I truly believe that Traylon Burks is valuable. And so, again, we're asking this question, how important is Traylon Burks to the Titans' season-long offensive success, one through ten? I think the reason why they are treating Traylon Burks with caution and I'll show it again, this is from Buck, Tennessee is hoping that short-term rest will allow Burks sufficient time to recover without an injured reserve stint. If they thought, I think them resting Burks to gear him up for the second half of the season is kind of like what you see in other leagues where, all right, a guy might be dinged up. Could Traylon Burks play? Maybe. Maybe he could play Sunday. If this was week 16 or 17 or 18, but it's week five, you know, last week was week four. Sure. You won't need to win, but it's week four. You're going to be okay. You know, you want him ready in December and January to go push for something real. And so I think he is that valuable. I think he's the fourth most important offensive player uh, behind Tannehill, Henry D hop, and then it's trailing Burks, the offensive line. is kind of hard to throw in this conversation, Uh, when it comes to that, just because the unit needs to be good overall. But I think that's kind of where I sit on this.
0: Well, yeah, I I mean, I look at this schedule, right? And you can beat the Colts without Traylon Burks. You can maybe even sneak your way past the Ravens without Traylon Burks. And then you've got teams that just don't really have wildly explosive offenses in Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, like teams that are beatable, without Traylon Burks but I look at the the end of the year here Austin and I see two games with Jacksonville and a date with Seattle and uh, a a primetime game against the Miami Dolphins and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell and Tua and uh, I think the Titans are going to play games late in the season that you are going to need much like you did against an explosive offense in the Los Angeles Chargers you are going to need that big play from somebody. And Traylon Burks is the guy who can give you that and kind of give you that spark plug. So right now, I think there's a recipe for the Titans to win some games without him. But late in the year, and especially when you start looking at like playoff football, if the Titans do get uh, to that point this season, you're going to need that deep threat. uh, And that guy who can change a game and flip a field on one play, to really help this offense be able to go get quick points. Like, what do we see in the playoffs all the time? Yeah, Teams that have success late in the year, it's teams that can go down and, as as Zach Bingham likes to say, a minute and a half, no timeouts. Can you go uh, and position yourself to kick a field goal or score a touchdown and win a game? The Titans are much, much, much better equipped to do that when Traylon Burks is on this team.
1: Yeah, I'll ask a follow-up question, and I have starred uh, several uh, comments that I want to get to here on this. But my next question, Sam, is can the Titans make the playoff if Traylon Burks is out for the season? So I'll let you chew on that for a second. Uh, but first, farm your health plans is where to go uh farm your health plans is where you should get all of your health coverage whatever situation you may be in fbhp.com slash atoz they can help you out make it make it work when it comes to uh yourself if you're out there conquering the world by yourself as an independent contractor or entrepreneur maybe you're single and young and just going to do it you need farm your health plans to have your back maybe you have a growing family and you and your spouse have plans to continue to grow that family. You want to make sure that everybody's safe and you, you're covered in every situation you may find yourself in. Farm Bureau Health Plans, they've got you there too. Whatever your situation, Farm Bureau Health Plans, they make it happen over 200 locations across the state of Tennessee and they've been doing it for Tennesseans for over 75 years. Just check them out online at fbhp.com ATOZ.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZSports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, that's a second chance to win big. So when you place that first wager, make sure it's with that bonus code. A-T-O-Z Sports, and even if your bet loses, your money's going back into your account in the form of a bonus bet, and you get a second chance to win big. That is the power of the king of sportsbooks at BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app.
1: All right, so I got a funny face from Sam when I asked the question real quick. Can the Titans make the playoffs if Traylon Burks is out for the season, right? I don't know where you're going to go with that funny face, but my point is, he I'm not saying he's out for the year at all. I'm just saying, like, if he pushed through something and then got hurt, and then was out, how important is he to making the playoffs this season? So I think by, you know, Tr- Chris says, yes, they can make the playoffs. Uh, so does Troy. So does Joshua. So does hello ladies. And Joshua again says easily. Yes. Uh, Zoe says no. Uh, Amar says yes. Top troop says yes. Curtis says yes. Not needed. Maven says yes. Uh, Linwood says, yes, they can. Rooney says yes. Uh, Jean says yes. D says, hell no. Uh Vibe says yes, pending the O-line. Uh Del- Devlin's Delvin, excuse me, says yes because of D Hop. Billy says yes. Jody says no. Uh, and then Jake says this team ain't making the playoffs with or without without Burke. So explain your funny face, Sam, and what you were thinking when I kind of, you know, this is an organic on yeah. the fly off top of my head question here.
0: Well, I, I just uh I don't know if I should be having a conversation about Traylon Burks being out for the year because he's not. Like, I, well, no, I'm just saying, like, that, but you're I'm talking not about season
1: long about... success, right? It, that's, it's his importance level, season long success on offense. If you remove him from the conversation, how does that I mean, change a, the ability?
0: In a hypothetical world where Traylon Burks were to miss the entire season, sure. I do think the Titans can still make the playoffs without Traylon Burks. Um, I think, obviously, Everybody at two and two, this division is wide open. The Titans seem to be getting a little bit of momentum on offense uh, and with some improvements to their offensive line that we hope are coming with returns of NPF, Peter Skoransky, etc. I think it could be a little bit easier for the Titans to stay ahead of the chains, do the things that they've talked about and and open up Tim Kelly's playbook, who I think has been very good uh, as the Titans offensive coordinator through four weeks here. Um, so, yes, I do think it's possible. That being said, Traylon Burks, not a concern right now of me that he would be out for the season. Totally, uh, And I, I don't want to give fans that
1: perception
0: no. that that's a possibility. And, that's and, not and where we're at. With
1: no, this. it's not where we're at. And, again, I want because we're asking the question, uh, you know, how important is Traylon Burks' season-long success of this offense? And so that's I'm trying to put ourselves in a mindset, okay, what if he's not there? How how can this offense continue to play and be explosive? Because he is the most explosive player at the receiver position. There's nobody yes. disagreeing with that, that knows what they're talking about. And if he's not there, it takes them down a notch. And my whole point of saying this, could the Titans make the playoffs if Traylon Burks is, is out for the year? Hypothetically, yes, but there's going to be a long list of things after that, but... That have to go right for the Titans without Traylon Burks. Like, yes, they could, but D'Up has to stay healthy. The running game has to be good. Chris Moore has to continue to average thirty yards a catch. N.W.I has to be Mister Third Down. You know, Josh Wiley continues to make steps forward. You know, Andre Dillard doesn't. You know, get burnt every third play. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of other things that come into this because Traylon Burks, just him being out there. And catching that 70 yard pass, that's on film. Everybody can see it. Now, now that he's hurt again, I think you need some, you need another one to prove, okay, he can still go get it. And so that just makes everything else a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So, Right. It's a matter of like, is the recipe for success and the blueprint that Tim Kelly showed against the Bengals without Traylon Burks sustainable without him there. Obviously that version of the offense that like is exercising play action passes and taking some shots is like even more dangerous. If Traylon Burks is the one running some of these go routes and, you know, beating his defenders deep, like I think it takes the Titans from like a fun offense to watch to like a really dangerous, dangerous offense. When you've got D hop over the middle, Kyle Phillips and NWI converting third downs, Traylon Burks and, and Chris Moore is your deep threats and everything that you've got in the running game. Um, but I, I, I do think there's a path there. And like I said, my answer to all of these questions, I probably changed drastically with, with the performance we saw against the, the Bengals specifically offensively. Uh, because without Traylon Burks, what I saw looked rather sustainable. Now, the question is, is the offensive line going to be a big enough detriment and a nuisance to the Titans' offense mm-hmm. that that playbook is now limited and uh, th- those types of 27-point games are not sustainable?
1: Yeah, uh, so Kenneth says, just got here, haven't heard an update. Uh, is he back or out for longer? So Traylon Burks, uh, Buck Rising reported uh, yesterday at com. Traylon Burks had a new knee injury during the week of practice against the Bengals, uh, and he has not practiced since that Wednesday before the Bengals game. Expected, he's not going to play against the Colts. Uh, So he'll be missing his second consecutive game, and the Titans are trying to slow play this to be patient and to avoid an IR stint, especially because he's already missed one game. Uh, If you put him on IR, then he's out minimum five games, and so they're not going to do that uh, because the bye week is right there in the middle of it. Uh, Another uh, MB says, Austin, uh, isn't that the assumption with that question? What if Tannehill goes on IR? You have to assume the other things are remaining the same. I,
0: I would agree with MB here. So that, like, I wouldn't say, like, yeah. You, you know what he's saying, right? What he's yeah, saying. yeah, I
1: do. But like Cannon Hill was a 10
0: on a, you know, how
1: important is Sean well, right. Burks?
0: Can the Titans without Traylon Burks make the playoffs? You're taking the Titans as is right now, removing Traylon Burks from the equation. Yeah. I don't think it's fair because that's a different question. Can the Titans make the playoffs without Traylon Burks at DeAndre Hopkins? No. So like, it, it's a different question. If you start removing other pieces from the equation, I look at the team as is without Traylon and still think that it's a playoff caliber team.
1: Yeah, I, and then one thing I didn't list and all my other things of but, well, the defense has to continue to play at a high level. Like, the, you know, if you don't have the guy that can go score a touchdown or, or have a big play to get you in the red zone like Burks, then now it's up to the defense to to be even that more stout overall. Uh, Hello Lady says he's, he's caught six passes for 99 yards, guys. Yeah, look, he's had an underwhelming season. Uh, in the first, you know, three games, we we all know that we agree with that. We've talked about him uh, being, you know, a disappointment to this point, and then he got hurt again. So yes, this is an unfortunate thing for Burks, and what Sam and I both thought was going to be the trajectory of his second year in the NFL. But he is important. I had him at a seven out of ten of importance for this success on offense, and Sam, you're at a six point five. So that's pretty yep. dang high, only behind Tannehill, Henry, and DeAndre Hopkins. So. Um, we'll see how it, how it plays out, but they need Traylon Burks. Uh, he definitely is a different gear when it comes to the Titans offense. All right, Sam, let's hear from Arden Key, always an entertaining uh, personality. Arden Key was asked by you about Anthony Richardson, and then he gave some good insight about playing the Colts and Anthony Richardson and running back Jonathan Taylor being back for the first time this
0: season. At the end of that spectrum, very mobile, very athletic.
2: Yeah. Uh, getting them down, making sure we tackle them, uh, hit tackle them. And affect him. Um he reminded me a little bit of Deshaun Watson, just a strong in the pocket, big quarterback. Um we gotta we gotta wrap him up. Gotta wrap him up heavy. Uh, hit him up top. Um but at the end of the day he's still a rookie. We're gonna do a lot of things to come at him as a rookie to see if he can handle those things. Can you look
0: back at some of that film from maybe those
2: missed um opportunities with Deshaun? Yeah, nah that we look back at it the week it happened then last week. Um just the missed sacks, the missed opportunities that we had. Um, and it's the same same way every week. Just make sure we get those uh, quarterbacks on the ground. How do you Go with the mentality? design runs see Taylor on uh, Sunday. You, Say that again? You guys expect to see Taylor on Sunday since he's back at practice? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's back at practice. We, we we think he up, so we're going to expect him to be up. If he's not, then we're good. Yeah. What makes him such an effective running back? He's a great running back. I mean, he, 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 he's a known runner in the league. He's been doing it four years now um so he's, he's respecting, and earned that respect with richardson he is getting more design runs than any other back or quarterback th- yeah. this year how much of an opportunity do you feel that would give you to you know get to him early in the game and knock him yeah no nah, it'd be good it's a lot of college type stuff don't like read option speed option those type thing. things. We did a lot of that in training camp. So we knew that though, we got a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks in our division, especially that can run the ball with those speed options and things of that sort. So we did a lot of that in training camp, but we up for the opportunity now.
0: Interesting stuff, man. Top to bottom, right? I mean, you yeah. see Arden say like they feel relatively prepared for him because training camp, they were preparing to, uh, you know, defend some of the read options and speed options that the Colts might run, especially with an explosive runner like Anthony Richardson, Austin, I thought it was great, uh, you know, asking Arden about Anthony Richardson. He goes, yeah, like he reminds me of Deshaun Watson. All this stuff is good. But at the end of the day, he's still a rookie. Uh, And, uh, you know, beyond that video in that same interview, he said, look, we are going to come after him. We are, we know that he's a rookie quarterback. We're bringing the heat and we're making sure that he feels the pressure. The hope from Arden and from this Titans front four is that, if they bring enough heat at Anthony Richardson, they will force him into making some rookie mistakes and can kind of speed up that internal clock.
1: Yeah, for sure. So let's ask this question because uh, Arden was asked about Richardson. He was also asked about Jonathan Taylor making a season debut. Who is a bigger threat to upset the Titans? Is it quarterback Anthony Richardson or running back Jonathan Taylor? So who's the bigger threat to upset the Titans, but first aura, is how you can stay safe online. Our sponsor, Aura, does a fantastic job of helping you out and protect your information from those who are trying to uh, scam you or spam you or telemarketers that are trying to profit uh, off of getting your information. And data brokers are profiting by giving that information uh, to those telemarketers and spammers. And Aura identifies data brokers who are doing that and automatically removes your information and opts you out from those lists on your behalf Aura identified 30 data brokers who were selling my information back in April. They got rid of those in about five or six days. It was really impressive. I don't really get spam calls uh, that often, maybe once or twice over the summer during an election year, which is kind of nuts. Aura is doing a great great job for me. They also have password management and protection uh, features as well as parental controls, credit, identity theft, uh, Uh, So they can do all of that in one app, and we're going to give you a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura. That's a two-week free trial using our link only, aura.com slash ATOZ. So stay safe online. Don't get those spam calls. Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free trial.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM. The king of sports books use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in the form of a bonus bet when your first bet doesn't win. Place a wager of any size up to $1,500, and even if that bet loses, with the bonus code ATOZ Sports, you can get that money back in your account and a second chance to win big uh, in the form of a bonus bet. That's the power of the king of sportsbooks. So get with betmgm.com and the betmgm app.
1: All right, Sam. So we asked the question, uh, who is a bigger upset threat to the Titans, Anthony Richardson or Jonathan Taylor? I'll send you to the chat.
0: Yeah. So I find this interesting by the way. And part of the reason we're asking this question is because uh, everybody would know from watching some of the videos, if you were following along with the practice content this week, guys like Arden Key talk about Anthony Richardson, like rookie quarterback, not too worried about him. You ask a guy like Arden Key about Jonathan Taylor. He goes, He's playing, but hopefully he doesn't play because Jonathan Taylor is dangerous and, and it kind of surprised me a little bit. So yeah, he was uh,
1: like, if he's up, then we'll play him. If he's not, then great. Yeah. <laughs> you, and,
0: know? And, and, you know, and it kind of a weird, I thought that was going to be the response to Richardson, but he goes, man, rookie quarterback who, you know, we're going to affect him. Uh, let's see what the chat's got to say. Hello, lady says it's Richardson. So does amnesia. Uh, Nick says neither Gardner Minshew uh, always the wild card when you're talking about yeah. the Colts. Dylan White says Richardson. Zo says it's AR uh, scary. Harry says Taylor. Then a lot of AR coming in from uh, Jake, Eric, Jags got juice, Apollo, Scott, Deshaun, Myram, Jeremy, Billy Jones. Uh, we've got Richardson from run left Richardson from Karen. Uh, we've got top tier Nathaniel, Kenneth, This is all uh, Anthony Richardson here. I'm going to try and see. uh, Kevin thinks Jonathan Taylor is going to have some rust. Uh, Chris Vontae says that uh, Taylor might be on a pitch count, which is also a possibility. Not sure what his role and what the capacity of his role is going to look like for the Colts this weekend. Willie thinks it's Taylor. Amanda says Richardson. Definitely. Anthony says Richardson. Uh, Lee says QB is always the biggest threat against the Titans. Uh, so a, an overwhelming response of of Anthony Richardson here. Jason is on Jonathan Taylor. Hammer says J- Jonathan Taylor and Minshew has been the better QB. Byron says Jonathan Taylor, no doubt. Uh, but Troy believes that JT is still in preseason shape. So uh, Austin, I think this one is pretty straightforward. And it is because of the explosive plays that the Titans have allowed and anthony richardson leads the nfl in explosive play rate uh he has racked up 12 explosive plays through two and a half games two and change which is the highest rate of any quarterback in the league eight explosive passes four explosive runs and four explosive plays leading to a touchdown uh his ability to throw it run it and his Lack of fear for throwing it downfield, I think, is going to be very interesting and potentially what exploits this Titans defense. So, if there is somebody to be worried about, it's Anthony Richardson. 16 times in week one, Derek Carr threw a pass 10 plus yards down the field. 15 times in week two, Justin Herbert threw a pass 10 plus yards down the field. Nine times in week three, Deshaun Watson threw a pass 10 plus yards down the field, and we saw the Titans struggle with explosive passing plays against them in all three of those games. Last week, Joe Burrow did it four times. He bailed the Titans defense out in a big way. Anthony Richardson's going to do it double-digit times. He's going to push the ball down the field. And so the burden is going to be on the Titans defense, not just to tackle him, but to make sure he doesn't kill them with his arm, throwing to those big tight ends and Michael Pittman Jr. So I'm worried about Anthony Richardson. I think he's the main focus here. Jonathan, like Zach, there was a comment that said Gardner Minshew has been the better quarterback. I could say Zach Moss has been like just as good as Jonathan Taylor could be for this. Colts offense.
1: why running backs don't get paid, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, trivia, right? How many times has Jonathan Taylor beaten the Titans in his career?
0: Uh, what year is it for him? This is, this is his fourth four?
1: season, but he's played the Titans five times.
0: Well, then he played them once. As
1: a, <laughs> once.
0: once. Uh, they've he's won been, six of seven and five in a row. So.
1: so Jonathan Taylor has, when he's he only played them one time his rookie season. Jonathan Taylor has been with the Colts playing when the Titans lost to the Colts one time. How many yards did Jonathan Taylor have rushing in that one win Colts over the Titans.
0: one win coincides ironically with like when Andrew Luck was still the Colts quarterback. No, uh, no, 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 no. Like this it goes back to 2020. No the Titans no. have won six of seven and five in a row
1: in 2020. The Titans lost to the Colts on Thursday night football. That was the FedEx punter Trevor Daniel game.
0: Okay. I've no
1: 34, idea. 17 Colts beat the Titans.
0: Yards. I don't know. 12. It's seven
1: carries for 12 yards. And the only time that Jonathan Taylor has beaten the Titans. If you go to 2021, his second year in the league, uh, which was when he led the NFL in rushing, he had over 1,800 yards in that season against the Titans. He had 64 yards. And then the second time against the Titans, he had 70 yards. The Titans did a pretty good job. Those were both Titans wins. But that's a season where the guy had 1,800 yards, but the Titans, for the most part, were able to hold him within check. Now, he had a decent yards per carry in those two games, but the Titans were able to get Jonathan Taylor out of the game uh, and not allow him to rack up a high volume of carries. So if you want to go to 2022, when Jonathan Taylor was coming off of being the best running back in football, you know the most productive running back in football, because Derrick Henry got hurt that year, Jonathan Taylor lost two games against the Tennessee Titans, He had 42 yards in one of them, and he had 58 yards in the other. So he combined for 100 uh, yards in those two games. He did not score a touchdown either. So the Titans have not let Jonathan Taylor beat them ever. Ever. You know, he's played five games against them. They lost the game because of other things when the Colts won. So to me, the answer is Anthony Richardson because this is – I'm going to bring in my battered ball syndrome because Anthony Richardson is a former Florida quarterback. Florida quarterbacks have the tendency to play their best type of games against Tennessee teams and beat them in painful ways. And it might not be your traditional drop back, throw it for 300 yards and three touchdowns and put up great stats. It's by beating Tennessee defenses because it's third and seven They get out of a sack and scramble for eight yards and move the sticks. And you're like, Oh my God, you had him in the backfield three times and he hurt you. It's that type of stuff. Anthony Richardson has that ability to basically Madden you. It's, you know, you're all, if you're playing Madden and you are a serious Madden player, you're going to come across the 11 year old kid. That isn't a serious Madden player that goes for it on fourth down that fake punts and that picks the fastest quarterback and runs around and beats you with the legs after you had the right coverage. That is Anthony Richardson. from
0: experience there. Or maybe like... it's been a while, <laughs> but
1: maybe, but that is exactly what Anthony Richardson is. He is a quarterback who will hurt you when you played a great down of defense and, yep. and, and you like what can you do about that? And Deshaun Watson kind of did the same thing a couple weeks ago. How many, how many sacks could the Titans have had against the Browns if Deshaun Watson didn't get out of, like, I mean, I think he broke four. They could have had seven. Like, they got to him enough to have seven or eight sacks. But Deshaun Watson kept it to three. Yeah. Anthony Richardson's the same type of guy.
0: Yeah, and he can beat you in so many different ways, which is like what makes it very difficult. And this is kind of what's been talked about by the Titans all week of like, how do you stop him? There's not really a good answer for it. Like Shane Bowen talked about, it's like, well, if you try and like stay in contain, like he's going to step up through the middle and he's going to, you know, escape, you know, the pocket through like up the gut and go between the tackles and get a big gain with his legs. If you kind of try and mush rush him and flush him out, he can escape and get the edge and get the outside. And he can, you know, like there's a lot of different ways in which Anthony Richardson can beat you. And one of which is still just dropping back and throwing the ball deep down the field. Uh, And so, yeah, if the Titans lose this game and I do, believe the Titans are going to win this game, Austin. But if the Titans lose this game, it's going to be because Anthony Richardson kills them and and they don't have an answer for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Dadson says, Watson is a scrambler while AR is a vertical dual threat in the same way Tannehill is. Um, I mean, I I definitely think it is like scrambling like Deshaun Watson does is a different skill I, I don't disagree but it's 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 about the ability to shake off a should-be sack and make it a positive play for the
0: offense listen you want to talk about all the ways Richardson can beat you Arden Key said he reminded him of Deshaun Watson listen to what Shane Bowen says about Anthony Richardson
3: the The running's unique um, I would say he's he, he's got the ability to hurt you like Lamar um, different type of runner. He's probably more of a Josh Allen type of runner. Um, just explosive speed though, can take it the home run. But he's a he's a powerful, strong dude with the ball in his hands. It's going to be tough to tackle him one on one. And then just with the arm strength, I think he can he can sling it. He's got a cannon. He can launch it. He can throw it wherever he wants. Uh, different angles. Um, does a good job on the RPO game, getting it out of his hands quick. So. I mean, he's a, he's a talented kid does a good job All the runs, it seems like they do that a lot
2: with them. is that you to what you've seen before
3: yeah i mean you, you see it with different teams i mean some teams do it more than others but we've seen it in the past obviously lamar's done that stuff they did some of that stuff with hurts and philly last year um, even josh allen on certain situational things there's some of those quarterback design runs that show up um, so it's something we got to be prepared for. They're gonna mix it in. They're gonna have it. I mean, we saw one against Deshaun in Cleveland down in the red zone. So um, it's becoming more and more with these quarterbacks, just their ability coming from college. I think it's becoming more of an aspect of the game that we got to be ready for each week with these quarterbacks. So to recap, he
0: can hurt you with his legs like Lamar, but he runs more like Josh Allen, and he gets used like Jalen Hurts. I mean, that, and he reminds Arden Key of Deshaun Watson in the pocket. Like these are some of the comparisons that Anthony Richardson draws that I think set off alarm bells for anybody who's, uh, you know, going into Indy to play the Colts right now uh, and how good he has looked as a passer early on in his career has certainly been a surprise to me. And I think a lot of other people, uh, it, you know, it's not one dimensional, right? He can still air it out and still beat you that way.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I saw Andrew says that Anthony Richardson can absolutely beat the Titans. Uh, Steven asked this early in the show, maybe even before we went live. uh, Personal opinion for me and Sam, uh, what defense should the Titans run against Richardson to contain him and make him throw to the middle of the field? And you know, is the middle of the field his weak spot? Because typically that's where young quarterbacks actually do better. Is throwing towards the middle of the field because that's where their vision is. It's easier, right? Like Marcus Mariota was better throwing down the center of the field than he was the sideline because, well, his arm strength wasn't Richardson's, but still it was an easier read in a quicker read for young quarterbacks. But, you know, I, you know, it, when I read Steven's comment, I say like, cover two, right? Because your corners are playing, you know, uh, up a little bit, your safeties are back, you're kind of asking to throw towards the center of the field. Uh, you're protecting the outside and you're playing zone. So your defenders eyes are still somewhat on the quarterback when they're in coverage. where are in man. That's where the running lanes are wide open. I, I wouldn't, I do not expect a lot of man defensive uh, schemes against the Colts here, just because, you know, if, if Monty hooker, Kevin Byard and the, the corners are manned up with their name plates to Richardson, it's a lot of room yeah. to run.
0: Well, and, you have to cover for a very long time, yeah. like his ability to extend a play is not very, not very good for man coverage. That's how those X plays end up hurting you, right? He escapes the pocket. He extends it with his legs. Cornerbacks have to make a decision. Like, do I go after the guy? Do I stay back in coverage, get jerseys turned around in man coverage, Wh- whatever it is. And you're having to guard for 10 seconds. Like that, that's how you get beat down the field. So I definitely think dropping into his zone. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting. And to see the balance the Titans have on the front four, it's going to be a lot about, you know, staying committed to rush lanes, not breaking your rush lanes and breaking contain and allowing him free yards with his legs. But I'd like to see a nice little combo here of like, how do the Titans one bring pressure to speed Richardson up, but two make like, fake pressure and drop back into a coverage to maybe confuse him a few times. Like the goal for the Titans needs to be make Anthony Richardson second guess what he's seeing and make decisions faster than he wants to. If you can do those things, you're going to force him into turnovers uh and, and make him make mistakes that allow your defense to come away with the football.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I uh, absolutely agree on that one. Uh I saw somebody say quarters defense. Yeah. Whatever. If Richardson, like Orlando says, is good at throwing down the sidelines,
0: yeah, they then run you know, quarters, but then run yeah.
1: quarters, right? Um, so I think that's probably um, a good uh, move there. So all right, so Sam, we've got each each have a bet to make. For this game coming up. But first, tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute for us.
0: The Bone and Joint Institute, they're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. You can visit them out in Franklin and schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. The Bone and Joint Institute has a state of the art rehab facility to assist in your recovery with everything all under one roof. Their campus has clinic, rehab, image, surgery, testing. It's all in one spot. No driving all over Middle Tennessee to get to different appointments. You just go to one spot and don't fumble with the Bone and Joint Institute. Like I said, out in Franklin, good, reliable care, uh, the best in the business in Middle Tennessee. So visit them, schedule an appointment, boneandjointtn.org.
1: All right, BetMGM time once again. You can always win big with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, using our bonus code ATOZsports. That gets you up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's always huge to take advantage of. So the bonus bets if uh, your first bet misses. So you have to go big with your first bet offer with uh, BetMGM with our code ATOZ Sports. Also introducing BetMGM's new features for live betting. Maybe you're watching the game on Sunday and drive results, so you can predict and bet on how a drive will end with a score, touchdown, field goal, punt, uh, the longest play on said drive, a lot of other things, as well as same game parlay plus, where you can put together two different same game parlays for all of your football viewing uh for pro football this upcoming this season so check out that with BetMGM visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older Tennessee only new customer offer all promotions subject to, quality, subject to qualification eligible requirements first online role money wager only rewards issued in novel draw. bonus bets bonus bets expire 7 days and for problem and game of sport call t- Tennessee Redline 1700 1800 uh 90- I just botched that Whoa. what I tried to do it from memory 800 889 97 89,
0: 700, Uh, 800, 800, 900.
1: I I don't know what happened. I just went full, uh, you know, bad drunk auctioneer on that one. But uh, yeah, I I don't, I think whenever you think, you know, the, uh, the number by memory, you always mess it up. But yeah, Matt, how are those survivor pool doing? Well, we're both out.
0: Dallas lost to Josh Dobbs, Matt. So that's where I'm at with, with that.
1: And I let Sam talk me out of uh, what would have been my win. Um, and uh, yeah. What did you pick? Did you I, go- initially, yeah. initially, I was going to go Seahawks over Panthers, but I adjusted. And who did I pick? And they lost.
0: I do have one survivor pool alive still, but not the one on BetMGM not where BetMGM. I can win the big money. So. You yeah,
1: know. that was, um,
0: if you're not, looking for a pick, I'm on Detroit this weekend. So.
1: Oh yeah. Now I can't, now I'm going to drive myself crazy cause I can't remember who I went with. Um, but it was an upset and I was like, dang it. Son of a you." Uh. Anyway. All right. So Sam, what is your bet to ride? Hey, Ashley says bet MGM still going for her hey. uh, survival pool. I'll look it up. because Oh, it was the Texans. I picked the Jags. The Jags lost to the Texans. That's who it was.
0: Yeah. Who, somebody said that somebody said the, uh, Yeah, Jeff said you went against the Texans, didn't you? Yep. Um, Yep. Yeah.
1: All right, so what's your your bet for Titans-Colts this weekend, Sam?
0: Titans-Colts this weekend. Austin, I'm playing the hits here. I am going with the most reliable cash bet possible on plus odds. Derrick Henry to score and the Titans to win. It is a combined same-game parlay on BetMGM at plus 145. 49% of Derrick Henry's rushing yards since 2020 have come against the division. He owns the Indianapolis Colts. He owns the Texans and the Jaguars too, but he specifically owns the Indianapolis Colts. The Titans are going to win this ball game on the road, and it's going to be on the back of King Henry. So I'm running the ball. I'm playing the hits. Henry to score Titans to win plus 145 this weekend. That's
1: pretty good. That's not bad at all. Uh, I'm actually going to go with a Colts bet. Uh, I like that, uh, Sam. But I think this bet will hit regardless of the game's outcome. I'm going to take the Anthony Richardson over rushing yards at 47 and a half. A little Ooh. high. It's a little high. I will well, take. Does feel high? 47 and a half, and it's also minus 120. Um, so that's the favorite is over 47 and a half, but. I think, regardless, if the Titans get up big and Anthony Richardson's from behind and has to come back and score points, I think Anthony Richardson's going to run the football. And it's probably going to be not as much design runs, but more scramble. And I think he's just going to accumulate over 47 and a half rushing yards throughout this game against the Titans. And so um, that is something I like uh, uh, against the Titans. So over 47 and a half for Ru- Richardson rushing yards. And you've got Derrick Henry to score and the Titans to win at plus 145. Yes, sir. All right. I also don't hate my guy Tajay Spears over 23 and a half rushing yards this week as well. Um, Colts gave up a bunch of yards rushing to the Rams last week, over 200. So Tajay's maybe- a
0: fun over because he's at like, tw- also, I, I don't know what it's at right now. If anybody else is looking for another bet, but because bet MGM doesn't have it listed. So whenever it comes out, uh, I, uh, I nuked the uh, Nick Westbrook, Akine, over last week and it crushed. And I think it's hit every single week so far this season. I would
1: expect the NWI over to come out after Burks is officially ruled out.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, if it's in that 20 to 30 yard range, like 25 to 35 yard range, I would take the over on NWI once again. Yeah.
1: Real quick. Jody says too many sacks on that one. Austin. Hey, the NFL does it right though. Unlike college football, the NFL doesn't count sack yards against the quarterback rushing. That's yards. such an insane I, thing that college I mean, football it's does. It's so stupid. It like makes I, no I, sense.
0: I will see a mobile quarterback in college and I'm like, ooh, interesting. How many rush yards did they have last year? I look and it's like they had 47 attempts for 12 yards. And I'm like, "So dumb. that doesn't tell me anything about the no. guy's rushing ability. Can we actually no. like get the a NFL sense of the impact right. he had with his legs?
1: It comes off the team stats net total yards, right? It's it's net passing yards. It does not affect the quarterback's passing yards because it shouldn't. Sack yards are its own stat in the NFL, like it should be for college. But that's one thing that I don't understand why it was that way to begin with. But that's just how it goes. Over 47 half for Richardson, Derek Henry touchdown and a Titans win at plus 145 for Sam. Let's get to Ain't That Good News to send us to the weekend. So shout out Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friend Painbone in Lebanon or check them out online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Save money on that new ride. Get a great ride with all the Hyundais they have in stock at Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon. So Sam, Ain't That Good News for the chat, I saw Jeff wanted to throw shade. It's not Tuesday, but Jeff, if you want to throw shade, <laughs> super chat, maybe we'll read it. Who knows uh, on that one? just to make it even more. We mad. did have a
0: super chat from earlier from amnesia that we got to get to before we wrap up
1: here. Yeah. Hit, hit amnesia super chat real quick.
0: Amnesia with a $10 super chat says, what point is more going to get the attention Burks is getting? You guys seem to be playing his abilities off. Dude has been a playmaker in every game deserves some attention. Um, I mean, I think Chris Moore, like you love Chris Moore, Austin. I like Chris Moore too. He's I like a-
1: Chris Moore. I, I think he's a really good guy. Uh, I had great conversations with him through a training camp. I feel like we bonded pretty quick, but yeah, he's a really good fourth option as a receiver.
0: And I would tell you, uh, Amnesia, yesterday in the Titans locker room, I looked up and I saw a mob of media members surrounding Chris Moore. So I think he is starting to get uh, some of that attention. It- Three straight games with a catch of 30-plus yards. Uh, That's been big for the Titans and like, jump-starting their offense. I think you take it with a grain of salt a little bit. because One, I don't think his was a catch last weekend between you and me. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? Titans will take it. And Chris Moore has been very good at, at, uh, you know, coming through when the Titans have called his number so far this year. Um, So I think he deserves some credit and deserves a tip of the hat. But I, I don't think he has been like he's not trailing Burks and he's not going to get that level of attention because he's not the same caliber of player. Uh, so I would disagree with the idea that he has not gotten the attention he deserves but you know appreciate the super chat and the thoughts.
1: Yeah, uh, good news. John says I'm in time for my good news. Wife's country ass house is getting fiber installed in Arkansas on Wednesday. I'll soon be able to watch games on Paramount Plus. How about that? That's great.
0: What's fiber? My uh,
1: like Google Fiber is super fast oh, Wi-Fi.
0: Okay, Google Fiber. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. Denise says, uh, "Good news. Three day weekend. Nothing but sports. NFL, college, baseball, mm. hockey." Yeah, Columbus Day for all those who uh, have the day off on Monday. We don't. We'll be here talking Titans Colts on Monday morning uh, there. Sean says, good news. It's the wife and I's wedding anniversary. Happy 16 years to Mr. and Mrs. Gill. Uh, good news number two, right up uh, in the newspaper today. The Sun is averaging 5.8 yards per carry on the season. Six touchdowns so far. Sean's, again, we're just wait, I'm waiting for the recruiting profile. Uh, for Sean Gill's son, because he's just been balling like A to Z Sports is a company is seven years old, and Sean's son has just dropped like 25 (laughs) points a game basketball and is just scoring touchdowns, uh, throughout his entire uh career. Seen
0: the evolution of the recruit,
1: yeah. I mean, seriously, uh, Sean's kid kills it. Uh, Matt says, Good news, Titans going to three and two this weekend. Jeff, good news, DJ Moore and Justin Fields got him 90 plus points in fancy last night, uh, but free, uh, but. Free my man Fields Bears coaches in front office is horrible. Sam, your thoughts.
0: It's nice to see one go through the hoop. I I was very happy for Justin Fields last night, watching him smile on the sideline. But I gotta tell you, Austin, I'm a little worried that so this is my this is my fear with the Bears, is that we are going to get in a spot where Justin Fields does just enough to make you like believe again because after week three i was like okay you know now it's caleb williams time in chicago here we go back-to-back games with four plus touchdown passes looking nice the dj Moore connection looks very very nice uh and i'm i'm worried that like you're gonna end up in no man's land so i don't know we'll see uh fun fact justin fields leads the nfl in touchdown passes how about, how do you like that map? Well, I mean,
1: is that because he's only he's the only quarterback who's played 5 games?
0: Yeah, but still. I'm still absolutely rolling with that for the mm-hmm. next 3 days. Mm-hmm. That's my narrative.
1: Demetrius says good news. It's Drake day. His new album was released this morning. We had a we had a tweet at us, Sam, early this morning that was like, "You guys are right. Drake sucks." So, I don't know if oh. Demetrius is
0: down. Did you see that, Sam? I I did, did not see that but i yeah. have not been in that camp what like why why am i getting major keys it? major keys tweeted us at I,
1: 616 this morning y'all were right drake does suck
0: <laughs> i i was fighting for drake in that conversation you said drake sucks i guess drake sucks i, <laughs> I said drake was an icon <laughs> and like one of the greatest to ever do it so uh, i respect the hell out of drake so I, yeah separate here i'm not in the hate on drake camp I don't.
1: Well, you need smoke. to get that straight with Major Keys on Twitter. I'll let you yeah, handle that. I don't yourself. want
0: that smoke, man.
1: Uh, Johnny says good news. It's Friday and all is right in his world. That is good news. Uh, Jay Boston says good news. Finally getting some nice fall weather in Central Illinois. <clears throat> let's see. Uh, uh, apparently, we just set off. Oh, his Peoria
0: getting some good weather apparently.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, let's see more good news. Jacob says uh, one of his weekends with the sun. That's great news. Uh, Rooney asks, Does anybody have? Uh, Columbus Day off. i not, I mean, banks, I think, do. Um, schools usually put Columbus Day within their fall break so they yeah, do
0: deal with it. To, we, I used to get Columbus Day off for school, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't pay attention to holidays at all. Yeah, I don't even uh, know. Jeff,
1: even. Jeff comes in with his uh, super chat shade. He says, Throwing shade on Brenda Tracy for lying to investigators and having a relationship with two married coaches at the same time and targeting them, she's evil. Uh, I did a quick Google because I did not know who Brenda Tracy was because I don't follow the story. Uh, but that is apparently the Michigan State staffer that uh, got um, –
0: Yeah, I was confused. Yeah, I was...
1: They got Mel Tucker fired for a lot of awful things. Uh, but I, I know nothing about Brenda Tracy or what she has or hasn't done.
0: So, yeah, I never not heard that name before. So.
1: Yeah, I think uh, – Roy, I think you're also right. The post office does get uh, Columbus Day off, I believe.
0: Good uh, for so, the post office, yeah.
1: Banks in the post office, man. The
0: 0.01 percent of people in I, I think. Work like, at the post um,
1: yeah, I know banks. Um, I think also maybe some like medical facility, like doctor's offices, maybe get Columbus Day off. I'm not really sure. Um, but Sam, what is your good news today?
0: Uh, my good news is like it might end up being bad news because I'm going to a movie later tonight and I am watching uh, exorcist redemption. I think it's called like the oh. new one. Yeah. I uh, kind of got, kind of got talked into it. I'm going to see it. I'm, I don't like horror movies. Like I'm usually, well, you're going in- to see the exorcist. So I, I like am kind of excited. Like I, it kind of looks good, but I like, I also know I'm probably going to hate it and very much regret it after. So it's a good news because I right now, present day current Sam is looking forward to it. Uh, I will not be happy with that decision at 7.45 p.m. tonight. So, like, I'm, yeah, all relative here, I guess. We'll see. Trey
1: says, Trey says, horrible idea, Sam. Is this a girlfriend's idea?
0: Yeah, so it's a group, group outing to The Exorcist. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't they, wait. They like yes. horror movies. I am, yeah, I'm not a horror movie guy, and I, like, straight up got, like, terrified at the trailer so i will i don't know No, i'm I'm the same
1: way if i'm watching something and i see a scary trailer coming up i'm like no absolutely not i do not want to get any of that into my brain before i go to
0: sleep the key that i have found is like getting through a horror movie you have to like bring comedic relief yep normally i hate people that talk during movies but like i'm bringing two of my friends and i might talk through the whole thing with them and be like we gotta like we got to find something to not take this as seriously. Cause if I sit here and dial into this, it's going to like sit in my soul for a couple weeks. So
1: <laughs> Robert says, uh, Sam's going to show up to Monday, sleep deprived. No, I mean, Sunday for the Titans game day, Sam's going to be like, like all yeah, just like ghostly um, white and big wide. eye, just not, I haven't slept since I, I saw the exorcist. Slept.
0: I've been seeing the two little girls from exorcist redemption for the last 48 hours. Yeah. That, you know, now, we'll, you I'm, done, I'm uh, worried about it. Chat.
1: You could have gone next Friday. <laughs>
0: Mm, no, because next Friday I have to see the Taylor Swift movie with my girlfriend. So that's, you know.
1: Well, that's it. Next Friday is Friday the 13th.
0: Well, ask Taylor Swift why she dropped the, the her heirs uh, to her movie on Friday the 13th. Because
1: Taylor Swift is so pure that even that
0: is <laughs> on Friday the 13th. Yeah, I guess. That's
1: why. Uh, my good news is uh, when scheduling plays out beautifully one of my wife's co-workers wedding is tomorrow on the vols bye week
0: hey nothing that's, in, that's intentional right n-
1: no no well,
0: is wife's co-workers
1: nope
0: a, a vol fan Com- nope oh completely
1: right. beautifully timed out
0: okay. vols
1: bye week i love weddings we've talked about this i think weddings are fun I, I will, if you invite me to a wedding, agree. I will go and I will I, have a great freaking time. And I'm a great wedding guest too.
0: This is like a it, it like that would be a shade of mine. It, I don't know how weddings got like this bad rap. I hear people all the time being like, "Oh, I got to go to another wedding." I'm it, that's fun. It's like a free like a party for free that you get to go to on the weekend. That's a great time. Yes. With like and- probably most of the time people that, you know, and haven't seen in a while. Like that sounds like an excellent way of spending time with food and and, yeah.
1: And like, I, I, I have been to weddings during Tennessee Vols games. I know Jake, uh, our social media manager is an Ole Miss grad. He was at a family wedding last weekend. The ceremony began at kickoff for Ole Miss LSU. But you know, I'm sure that reception was even more memorable because that Ole Miss wedding got to party through that LSU game. And, in, you know, right? so you, you find different ways to use it. I was at a wedding during the kick six, Auburn, Alabama, back in the day. And that was, a, I remember that wedding even more than I probably would have without that joint experience. But And it's not against the couple. It's just a different way to make it. So, yeah, I got very lucky. Uh, this, is the only, this is the last wedding of the year. Um, and so it's, you know, Vols bye week. Big dub. Big dub for me. So there you go. No pressure. I mean, if no you're pressure. if you're
0: having a wedding during like a big game or something, you better make TVs available for uh, like Yeah, well now
1: life. you don't need a TV. Like I, the Yeah, I, I, I watch your
0: table with the ESPN app open and yeah.
1: I think there are two football games I watch on my TV, the Vols and the Titans. Every other football game I probably watch on my phone,
0: to be honest. What is that? Like, where do you get the, I mean, ESPN plus has some of them, or I guess like you can Fox sports app, CBS sports app. I mean, yeah,
1: my, my Xfinity stream app, I get oh, whatever. True. Yeah. I get whatever's on my actual cable. I'm, I'm just watching my phone. Cause then I can just walk around the house. I can go in the kitchen. I can cook. I can do everything. I can, Go wherever I want to go. I can go to the backyard. <laughs> I'm just sitting there watching my watch. The game follows me. That's the only thing I, with those
0: those apps is you have to be on home Wi-Fi. I'm pretty sure. So I don't know. if Just it works for like Dave just home. for
1: certain networks, okay. just like CBS. Well, now I have the CBS Sports app too, so that helps that. But you know, there's there's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. Hey, that's that's how there I mean. The game the comes power with technology. me. Technology. Football on your phone, just like Eli told us several years ago. All right, that'll do it for us. Hey, big weekend coming up. Like I said, no uh, Vols game, so no game day for them. But Sam and Jack will have you guys covered uh, for Titan Game Day Live for Titans Colts. That's coming up 30 minutes before kickoff. Also, I'm going to be streaming live on A to Z's TikTok for at least the first quarter. We're just going to see how that goes. I don't know if it's going to go well, uh, if people are going to think I'm extra crazy or not, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a shot. So uh, check out Sam and Jack on Titan Game Day Live for pregame, halftime, and postgame. Thank you to all of our Titan Game Day Live partners that have joined us this season. but Before you head out of here to the weekend, make sure you like the show before you go. Hit that thumbs up button. It always goes an extra long way for us. And we'll see you guys uh, throughout the weekend and on Sunday for Titans at the Colts. Have a safe weekend. Thanks.